of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> Thanks. So. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Schools. Also's gonna take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the full court press with Eric Franson and AJ Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, AJ, you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hello, welcome to the Full Court Press. Eric Frantinage Salveson, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Happy post NCAA Selection Sunday and NIT Selection Sunday day. Also known as Tom Brady coming out of retirement. Okay, no, Eric, we made a very clear agreement that we would not talk about this today. This should be a happy no, day, for Eric. You. What did I just say? We're I mean, not I talking. I called to- it last week. To our listeners, you know what? Let's do it. Fine, we'll open up the Gil Mortgage text line four three five three three nine zero three two one. Do you want to talk about Tom Brady? And I guarantee you, all the answers will be no. They want to talk about the Aggies. They want to hear about Justin Bean and Ryan Odom going to the NIT. Nobody in this building or in this valley or in this state wants to talk about Tom freaking Brady. And here you are talking about Tom Brady no, because you love him no, so much. No, I don't love you him. You can't not keep him out of your I mouth. I don't love him. I hate this thing. I hate, I hate, I hate that guy. 9315. Is this your thought? What is this? Tom Brady was here. Tom Brady blew up. To- okay. Okay. <laughs> Go eat a rusty carrot for all I care. I hate. I hate. I hate Tom Brady. No, you don't. You love him. No, I don't. Like I hate brother. that guy. 5452. Please no Tom Brady talk. Enough, Eric. Thank you. <laughs> Nobody wants to talk about Tom Brady. Nobody cares about him. Nobody cares. 5308, I just want to give a huge shout-out to the USU Men's Ultimate Frisbee Club for their first tournament win of the season, oh, defeating there we U go. of U in the final in sudden death. Oh, the Utes were wanting to play the Aggies, huh? That's weird. Cool. Play them in club sports, though. What do you know? 1181, I don't want to talk about Ajay's dolls. <laughs> yes, no, nobody wants to talk about him. Oh. Nobody wants to talk about him, and I'm... Nine three one five Aggies in the five hour of the show. Uh, yeah. Speaking of which, I got a text our guy today that we're supposed to interview. I totally forgot to reach out to him again to remind him. Yeah. <laughs> so I got. Are, are re- we supposed to be speaking to him now or no, next hour? No. Uh, later in the show. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, Mr. McCurry is going to be joining us. He's the radio voice of the. Oregon men's basketball team. They'll be headed here tomorrow night for a... Well, they're already on their way now. They're Are leaving they? At, yeah, they're leaving at 6 o'clock this evening. Okay. And flying here. 
Okay, so there's the cut from Dana Altman. I just got this is from a press conference earlier today. Yep. And um, as of the, uh, or this was as of this morning. Yeah, give me one sec here. We got to. And they didn't know how they were getting to Logan because they started looking at it last night, and they they couldn't figure it out. They were having a hard time figuring out how to get here for tomorrow night's game. Well, here is Dana Altman on that very issue. Uh, we still don't know. We're trying to find a plane to get us down there. Uh, we're trying to back it up with a commercial flight. We couldn't get out of Eugene. Uh, everything was booked to Salt Lake. Uh, so hopefully we won't have to jump on a bus and, and travel all night. But uh, right now, um, we still don't know what our travel is. Uh, <laughs> those quick turnarounds, and uh, we started working on it last night. Um, and uh, I don't know how we're going to get there, uh, but we'll be there at seven o'clock some way tomorrow. But uh, uh, seven o'clock mountain, six o'clock here. But uh, right now, I'm not sure how we're going to get there. So you've you've heard that they did figure out travel plans. Yeah, they the team will be flying out today, uh, but this evening they are they were not able to get out this morning or this early afternoon. They are flying out this evening and then playing a game 24 hours later against Utah State. That's so weird. That's, I'm sure they've got some private jets or some charters they can figure it out. They've got, uh, they've got some, at least one particular donor, who has. I'm but sure, that's for more football, man. They don't take care plane. of the basketball team. Look, this is a team that was uh, the third round in the NCAA tournament last year. Yeah, I mean, they and they were picked the their preseason prediction as a top 15 basketball team in the country this year. Things kind of went away. They did lose their lo- fell apart pretty quickly. Loser leading top score. Uh, going into the Pac-12 tournament, they also have two other guys who are out. They don't know if they'll be ready to go for Utah State tomorrow. That is an iffy. They did not practice yesterday, by the way. Yeah, uh, those particular guys. The team did some walkthroughs and some practices, but some of their premier guys, uh, yeah, not available. But look, this is a this was an Oregon team with high hopes coming into the season, and it started to fall apart quickly. Uh, BYU got a big win over them early in the season. St. Mary's did. And at first, we're like, oh, my gosh, BYU and St. Mary's West Coast Conference, they're going to be, like, awesome. turned out to be that Oregon just was kind of an average team. Uh, They were hitting below what their expectations were. So there's some common opponents that Utah State has faced. Unfortunately, the Aggies have suffered the same uh, outcome uh, against the common opponents, although USU was much more competitive in their games against BYU and St. Mary's. But this is an Oregon team that finished 76 in the net. Um, their combined win-loss total in quad one and quad two games, they were 7-12. and 12. Utah State finished 60 in the net. And their combined win total in quad one and quad two, 5-12. and 12. So Oh, wow. The, the record's really pretty similar. The net pretty similar. Um, and... Uh, uh, it's kind of a really interesting matchup when you look at these two teams. Uh, just kind of experienced coaches. Uh, certainly, uh, Dana Altman has more postseason experience as of late. Uh, but that's an Oregon team that's kind of reeling, not certain about who's even available for them. So, uh, yeah, Utah State's got to take this uh, as an opportunity to get one more game. And to celebrate the season for their seniors and develop the younger guys and just 
develop this as an opportunity to, to propel you into next year. I mean, that's what Boise did. That's what Colorado State has done. And they're teams that uh, played well in the NIT a year ago. And now this year, they're in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, by the way, tickets are still available. Not a lot. They're going to release around 4,000 tickets at 5 o'clock. Mountain Daylight Time. After that, it's gone. That's all the tickets that are left. They did have a deal where students can get in with their student ID. Yep. Uh, that's a huge thing. An anonymous donor purchased those tickets so that the students can get in for free. You do need your ID to get in as well, as you, as you just mentioned. Yeah, normally you'd have to pay for every every ticket in a postseason game like this, but that's been taken care of. So hopefully, hopefully, there's a great student crowd. Uh, there is a difference, though. You can't come in with signs, apparently. Oh. So you can be loud, but you can't bring signs. I don't know why, but I oh. did see some of that earlier today, um, some announcements about that. So, But uh, if you're a season ticket holder, you can reserve, as you said, your regular season uh, your, uh, the seat. But if there is a time window there, and if you don't act on it, then it will become available for others. So seats are uh, getting sold pretty fast. That's The stadium is almost full. So uh, if you're a season ticket holder, you better act pretty quickly or else somebody else is going to get it. Again, uh, Joe McMurray, or they call him Joe Mac McMurray, who is the radio voice of the Oregon Ducks men's basketball team, will join us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour to talk about the Oregon Ducks men's basketball, who they are, what they look like, when, how things went south. But, again, this is a team that's not really happy with the way the regular season went. Come out, They come out with a little bit of fire here against Utah State. Aggies have not won an NIT game since 1960. They won two during that season, or at least during that stint. They beat Villanova and St. Bonaventure. They ended up losing to Providence in the third round. They've also been to an NIT game. Uh, last appearance was in 2008. They lost to Illinois State. Last time they hosted a NIT game, that was in 2004, and they lost to Hawaii here at home. So, time to break some trends here. Let's, uh, let's get back on the uh, good side. And, Eric, by the way, so uh, I was watching the... Hey, well, okay, we'll start the NCAA selection show. It's watching that, and I'm thinking, okay, Eric. And I texted you, I think. We had this conversation through the text, and I said, hey, look, if Wyoming gets in, I think we got a shot at this. I really do. And I'm sitting there, and I'm just kind of bracing for it. You see, I mean, early you saw Boise State, Carl State, and San Diego State all pop up. And I'm like, okay, come on. Like, Wyoming's got to be in there somewhere. Please, someone say Wyoming. And I end up getting a playing game at the 12th seed. Uh, and then I was, okay, I'm like, all right, well, the Aggies got a chance. Well, now you and I are sitting there watching that NIT show and waiting and waiting <laughs> and waiting. And I'm like, this is getting ridiculous. Like, come on, somebody's got to have this. And the second to the last selection ends up being the the Oregon or the Utah State Aggies. And not only were they selected, and I just threw my hands in the air, and then I stopped and I looked at the TV screen. I'm like, wait a minute. Is that a four next door name? Are we the fourth seed in this NIT? No way. And so now not only do you get a play in the game, or at least be in the NIT, but you also get a host a game. And Texas A&M, by the way, in that Al- Alcorn State game, A&M is not happy right now. Probably should have been in the NCAA tournament. Right, is there you, you going to be a hangover? into the SEC championship game, and all that you get is an NIT bid? Kind of a surprise. Uh, so the, But there were, there were a lot of interesting things on Sunday with – the selection committee, who got what seeds. Even within the Mountain West, Boise State wins the regular season. They win the conference tournament. 
They have the highest ranking in the AP and the coaches' polls. And yet Colorado State received the higher seed. So interesting what they're looking at and what they're valuing and how they're examining a team's complete and total resume. And I think that's what's important to, re- uh, to remember. Sometimes we get lost in the emotion of what happens over a couple of days in March. But the selection committee, to their credit, looks at the entirety of the season and takes that into full account. I, uh, by the way, we got a couple of texts in here. We'll get to these. 4474 says, uh, how would you like to be the dude that paid $500,000 for Brady's last TD pass of his career? <laughs> You're like on eBay. Hey, who wants this for $500,000? It's a Brady touchdown pass. Anybody? I mean, does he have photographic evidence that it was the ball f- for that specific pass? Or can he just still say, yep, that was wink. Brady's last TD, TD pass. Well, he I don't know, man. He bought it at a Brady auction. Like, it was for 500 Supposedly, it was it. Uh, Five, half a million still, dollars. Yes. And now it's... Oh, man. That's got to suck. I, 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 I'd sue Brady. 9315. Sue Brady. I would. I'm sure there is past shows of the Full Court Press. So, OJ said, I love me some Tommy Brady. Eric, you don't have any audio. Oh, we have the receipts, No, you OJ. don't. We always save the receipts. No, you don't. You don't have any audio of this. So, you can just... Eat it. Wes Goldberg, who's part of the uh, Law Oh, you got to be. Here we go. Out. Sources tell me that Tom Brady's Sources to say. Eric. New England Patriots and retire with the franchise with which he played for for 20 years. He spoke with Robert Kraft this no. morning. And we'll fly to Matthew. What is this? Ceremony. Hey, Buccaneers, how's it feel to get screwed over by Tom Brady? You only get like you an gotta Instagram be. message. And that he's actually going to retire with the Patriots. Because me and Tom Brady are boys. No. Oh, there we go. No. You, you and know, Tom Brady I, are boys. No. I, I have his jerseys. I have his bobblehead dolls. I, I don't anymore. Madden cover poster, which I'll never let go of. I burned You'll it last never night. Let go of it. Stop it. And I have his posters. I burned them. I'm never gonna sell that stuff. I never get rid of it. I love it too much. I hate I you so it. bad. I'm keeping it forever. <laughs> I hate you and so I'm bad. Happy, thrilled that he's gonna be retiring what as a Patriot. I feel going on? so at peace with Tom, and I, I feel like this is the coronation of it all, and I couldn't be any more thrilled. Wes Goldberg. I hate this. There you go. There it is. There it is. Always save Brady the receipts. Like, we're <laughs> I can't believe You and Tommy are boys. Shut up, Eric. Don't quit. Because me and Tom Brady are boys. <laughs> I hate you, See, dude. There you go. I hate you. There you go. What is your problem? There you go. Why would you do that? Cut that. Delete everything. I thought I thought you'd be happy to hear no. it again. Well, you thought I'd be happy. Uh, he's coming out of retirement. He's got more football to play. You thought I would be happy. And you were like ecstatic about Tom Brady. Before he lied to us. He lied. He's the Gordon he's, Hayward. He's like Michael Jordan. He's addicted to winning, addicted to competition. Uh, what I'm shocked is that it just how fast he turned around. Like he didn't even last a full off season. No. It, it didn't last hardly at all for him to decide that he was coming back. Makes me sick. He's one of the greatest traders ever in NFL. I hope he doesn't make the Hall of Fame. But look I mean, look what the season the guy had. It was MVP level. He can still compete in the NFL. Why not? No, Eric, quit and correct. No, if you retire, say you're done. It's over. It's okay to move on. It's okay to move on. It's okay to just be done. And it's okay to continue to compete at a high level, which he's doing. 
five four five two. Eric's making me tune out now. Think it is Eric that is the obsession with Tom Brady. Yeah, Eric. Yeah, Eric. Are you and Tom Brady boys? Me and Tom Brady are boys. Like, I, dude. It's bull crap. Complete bull crap. It's all your fault, Eric. It's all my fault. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, back to the Aggies again. They're gonna. So, Eric, we're sitting there watching this NIT show. And I texted somebody else, and I thought we were going to play BYU. I thought because travel costs make sense, it's a rivalry just down the, just down the I-15 from us, you know, play them in a, in a round one game and keep it in state. And then you see BYU pop up, and they play Long Beach State. And that's when I thought, well, frick, we're not going to make it. I honestly didn't. And then it's just going down the list, and you keep going. And the crazy part is, as much as I was freaking out, Coach Odom and those guys didn't even know. They had no idea. So here's the first part from the media presser yesterday. Um, and the other voice you'll hear in this is Sean Harrison. He asked the question and was kind of reacting to Coach Odom's answers here. And, and you'll see why, by the way, because he was like, hey, so did you watch the selection show just with your wife, with your family, or how did that go? And then uh, I'll get to the rest here in just a little bit. Yeah, and my wife, it was just Lucy and I sitting in the living room watching it together. And, you know, they used to do it back in the day. They would do it where, um, you know, you would know before the bracket was revealed. You know, you would be alerted. Um, you know, they'd call John Hartwell and say, hey, you're in and you're the seat or whatever. You're playing whatever. Now it's, it's you know, because it's run by the NCAA now, it's, it's very similar to the NCAA tournament. Um, right. You know, they're in the same room pretty much, yeah. you know, adjacent room picking the teams. And. You know, we've talked about it all year, and Scotty G and I have talked about it on the radio show a ton. Like, our metrics are our metrics. The numbers are the numbers. Like, we, you know, our team, you know, has has uh, scheduled well um, and performed well against good teams. We just haven't beaten enough of those good teams. Have we beaten some of those teams that we played? Maybe we were, would have been, you know, in the NCAA tournament. Um, right. And that's a, it's a tough thing to – tough pill to swallow, but – um, yeah, once I was a little nervous because it got all the way down to the end. And <laughs> That's what I was going to ask you. Did you get, yeah, did you get, <laughs> there hadn't been one Mountain West tournament or Mountain West team, you know, mentioned yet or, or called yet. And so I was a little bit nervous and, uh, and then it ended up happening obviously. And so it was a big, you know, yeah. celebration in the Odom household. I'm so happy. I'm, I really am. I'm so happy for our players, you know, because they genuinely want to play again. And who knows how the game's going to go. I'm not really concerned about that. I mean, we, we're going to do our best, obviously, and we want to win. Um, but I'm so happy that they get a chance to play in a postseason. Uh, they deserve it. They've been through a lot all season. And they've had their fair share of hard breaks and tough losses and weird situations that we all know. And and they've never let it, you know, bother them. You know, they've just always come back with a great attitude and, and – you know, I'm really, I'm really happy. Most importantly, for you know our players. Okay, so as he mentions earlier, they used to back in the day would say, "Hey, you're going to be in the NIT. Uh, this you're going to play. Just so you know, so you aware." That's not the case anymore. Uh, and so I followed that up because Sean was trying to ask the question, so finally I was able to just ask him, Coach. Did you have any sort of winkling, any sort of notice that you were going to end up being in the NIT, yes or no? And this is what Coach said. 
No, I had no idea. Yeah. So, I mean, just when you saw it was when I saw it. And, um, you know, we were hopeful, you know, I mean, you go and you look at the numbers and I followed them, you know, probably too much, you know, over the course of the last few days. And, you know, our Ken Palm was at 44, I think, at the very end. And, you know, the net was at 60. And, you know, if you're, if you're going to have those numbers, they got to mean something, right? And, um, and, you know, our conference ranking, you know, is really strong. I was disappointed that others didn't get in, but, you know, from our conference, I mean, I thought UNLV, I thought Fresno State, both well-deserving, you know, of, of an NIT berth. Um, but, you know, they've cut it down now. You only have 32 spots. And, you know, we have four in the NCAA tournament and one in the NIT, and, and uh, we're fortunate to be that one. And uh, we're going to do our best to represent, you know, the Mountain West, you know, the right way. Okay, can you imagine? You're sitting there with your wife, and you're like, okay, we – we have a shot at the NIT, right? Yeah, we, I think we have an opportunity. And you just see names go by, Long Beach, BYU, Washington State, and you're just like, okay, come on, I get someone. Two, and then you see two spots left, and you're like, that's – I mean, it's going to go to Fresno. It's going to go to UNLV, whatever. You're seventh place in your conference. And then not only do you see your name pop up, but you also see that you're hosting. And not, not only you're hosting, but you're playing a Pac-12 team called the Oregon Ducks at your place. That is, that's got to be like the most emotional roller coaster ride possible, Eric. I know. Uh, you know you're not going to the turn- the NCAA. And some thought about maybe the NIT should be able to. Resume should be strong enough. But, yeah, non- uncertainty. And then all of a sudden, at the very end, it comes through. So, yeah, what a ride. What a roller coaster. Uh, Jake, uh, Jake Ellis uh, kind of captures that in his uh, article that's now posted on CashValleyDaily.com about getting that invite. And uh, right after the selection show, Odom's like first call is to Justin Bean. Yeah. To get his reaction. Yeah. So cool. I, 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 and the cool part is not only did he not know, but the players didn't know. So you got Justin Bean and Brandon Horvath, you know, they're at their homes, whatever, watching thinking the same thing, like, well, you know, it was a fun season. It was a fun career, I guess, for saying goodbye to these uniforms. And then you see your name pop up as the, like, second to the last, Eric, the second to the last selection. And it's like, oh, we're playing. Crap, we got, like, a day and a half to get ready for the Oregon Ducks coming to our place. And then, again, if they win, they will play the winner of Texas A&M and Alcorn State. Now you're going to say, well, Aggie's in a runaway, right? But, Eric, as you mentioned, they're on a really bad hangover. I mean, they're supposed to be in the NCAA tournament. They're supposed to be one of the 64 teams. The other Aggies? Yeah. Yes. And they're not. Are they going to go in there just, just being like, you know what? Screw it. We don't want to play. If we lose, we lose. Who cares? The season sucks anyways. Don't want to be in the NIT. This is lame. And Alcorn State beats them. If so, the Aggies would host Alcorn State on Saturday night or Sunday afternoon, whichever one comes first. So Saturday night comes okay. before. Oh, that's not what I Sunday meant. Sunday afternoon. That's not what I meant. The calendars that I use, but fine. Okay, nine three one five. Text in. I can't wait until Tom Brady wins another. He's not winning another Super Bowl again. Stop it. By the way, Alcorn, the nuts. Alcorn. Alcorn nuts. There are two sixty five in the net. <laughs> they made the nit. And they made the nit. <laughs> Were they an automatic qualifier? They had to be not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's qualifier. no way they weren't for 265 yes. with a net. Yeah. <laughs> five, five, three, three, eight. What kind of bizarre world do we live in when the Aggies win the conference championship in football, 
But Boise State wins the conference championships in basketball. Yeah, that, dude, honestly, and here's the other cool part. Um, Odom said this on the uh, in the press conference yesterday, that after the NCAA tournament selections happened, he texted with each of the coaches that made the dance and congratulated them for a great season. All the coaches responded back to Odom, and he was having a conversation with all of them, like how fun the Mount West Conference was, how tough it was to get there, how tough it was to win it. Like, how cool is that? Like, he's just sitting there texting with these coaches like, hey, well, that was fun. Glad you guys made it. <laughs> We're in the NIT, so. You know. Nah, but that's a classy move. No, and right? that is. I mean, awesome. congratulations. I mean, it, it illustrates that, yeah, when they play, they're competitive, but, you know, they're supporting each other in the end. Um, and so, really cool, cool show there. I, I know that the folks in Boise, you know, they're prone to complain about anything under the sun, and uh, certainly oh, dude, they were the not happy about their draw, though. Not been any different. Um, this is a team that won the regular season. They won the their conference tournament, uh, but they did not have the highest seed. Colorado State got a six, dude. And Boise they got State makes the NCAA tournament and is livid about their seed. Did you yeah. see? Could you believe well, that? And they're ranked in the top 25. Yeah. Uh, the latest ranking is uh, Boise State's 23 in both polls. Colorado State's 24th in the uh, AP. But um, but look, I mean, Colorado State, they, ha- they Colorado State's higher in the net. Colorado State had a better record in quad one and quad two games. Colorado State beat Boise State in the regular season. The Rams deserve to have the better uh, seed, they had the better resume. Sure, absolutely. So I have no problem with it. Uh, Fozzie here, 2787. Ajay and Tom Brady are identical. They both change their minds more than they change their underwear. After all, Brady is uh, is Ajay's boy. I, no, we are not boys. You just said it. No, Tom we are not. Boy. I never Tom's said my boy. I never said that. Me and Tom Brady are boys. Yeah, Eric. Like, see, what I tell what Stop. I tell you. Stop it. Got to save the receipts. 8968, I hope this team wants to be in the NIT. Other teams understood didn't want to be there, and it showed. Last time I remember the Aggies lost to Montana State after beating them twice during preseason. That was a very, very poorly refed game. Yeah, this team wants to be there. I I, will make that very clear. Yeah, there's a big difference this time compared to the last time that Utah State participated because, yes, it was a letdown, a big letdown. Aggies had that great season. They were expected to be NCAA tournament bound, and they were robbed of that opportunity. So Utah State was kind of like in a Boise State situation, kind of upset about the way things happened and focused too much on that rather than the opponent at hand and just took too long to get into it. Then it was too late. This is I, I, I agree with you, Ajay. This is totally different. This team had no expectations of going into the NCAA tournament. They would, they were hopeful that they could get to the NIT, but they're unsure. So now that it's official, this is like this is gravy to the season, right? This is bonus. So let's go out there and have fun, and let's try to get another game, an opportunity to play a Pac-12 team, who a Power Five school hasn't been to Logan since 2013. Yeah, let's go get it. Yeah. Let's go make a and statement. And it will be a rocking house, by the way. Again, tickets will be – there will be about 4,000 tickets going on sale at 5 o'clock. That's about 32 minutes from now. You can go to utahstateaggies.com slash tickets, 
and go grab your tickets. They are $15 a person. If you're a student, it's free. ID is required. $15, Eric, to watch the Aggies and the Ducks duke it out in the NIT. 15 That's it. Super cheap. Oh, my gosh. Get over there and go watch the Aggies. Uh, five six six two. So does this mean you're not a lifelong Bucks fan anymore, AJ? That is correct. That is correct. In fact, I might be giving away some Tom Brady stuff over the uh, over the show here in the next couple of weeks. But he's your boy. No, Eric, he's not my boy. I I don't know why you keep saying that, especially when I told you how much I hate him. Because me and Tom Brady are boys. Okay. Do you know what? Go the heck. I. I, why do I have to keep reminding you? You're reminding all no. of us. You're doing enough. 9315. Can't dispute the audio, Mr. Janitor. Sure hope we win and could host on Saturday. That could be awesome. Yeah, that'd be awesome. If we can get Alcorn State to do their job, the Alcorn Apricot Nuts, to uh, take beat up the Aggies, the other Aggies, the Baroon Aggies, we have a shot. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, why? Eric, there's hangovers. Too much on that. No, there's hangovers. I mean, come on. Alcorn is seventeen and sixteen. Okay, and two thirty-five in the net. And A and M does not want to be here. They don't want to play in this thing. Texas A and M's forty-three in the net. Five four five two. Eric, enough already! It's getting old. Your bullying of me is getting old, Eric, and it needs to stop. Thank you. We appreciate <laughs> you and your cooperation. We got to take a break. Coming back. Uh, we'll talk more NCAA. I want to get your thoughts on the other four teams during the NCAA tournament. Did they get snubbed? What are their matchups like? Do you like them? Do you hate them? Uh, Eric, I want to get your thoughts on that, especially from our, our listeners. Well, our, our listeners, uh, does Boise State deserve to be a higher seed when they won the regular season and Mount West Conference Championship? Do they deserve a better seed? Uh, love to hear you guys' thoughts on the bracket, what it looks like in the NCAA tournament. And by the way, just a reminder... We will have very shortened shows Tuesday, Thursday, and, well, Tuesday. Uh, we will have about a 30-minute show Tuesday, a 30-minute show Wednesday. We'll be on and off throughout the day, Thursday and Friday, because the NCAA tournament. Uh, and then next week, we're like, I mean, we're not even going to be here that much. It's going to be as much of a part-timer as I am here at the uh, Cash <laughs> oh, Media Group. Gosh. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of college basketball here on the fan this week and next. So it'll be the as you're out and about, make sure you've got the fan tuned on, whether it's on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, the 106.9 The Fan mobile app, or streaming it online, 106.9thefan.com. This is The Herd. The winner in this is also Colin Cowherd. The NFC North is an absolute mess, but this morning I still think Green Bay has a decent shot, 10 to 1 odds to the Super Bowl. Chicago's in a rebuild. Detroit's got a goofy coach. Minnesota has a rookie coach. Who would the Packers face in the playoffs next year in the NFC? That they'd be an underdog to. This is The Herd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer... We'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farmer business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally, now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. 
Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Come learn how to make an informed decision for your retirement, Medicare, and Social Security. It's never too early to plan for the future. The third Thursday, March 17th at 7 p.m., come to a free seminar at our office. Call 752-9493 for details. We will answer your Medicare and Social Security questions. Come the third Thursday, March 17th at 7 p.m. Call 752-9493 to RSVP as seating is limited. CampSaver.com holds local sales events now and then, and Josh tells us why they use the Cash Valley Media Group to help spread the word. It's a great way to reach out to everybody in Cash Valley. We're talking about parking lot sales events where they rely on the locals to support them. It's been awesome. I can really tell a difference whenever we advertise for one of our local sales. Visit CashValleyMediaGroup.com or call 752-1390. Helping you grow your business. Cash Valley Media Group. Helping your business grow. The new year isn't the only thing we're celebrating here at Alpine Home Medical. This year marks our 25th anniversary, and we couldn't be happier to serve you. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent. If you haven't shopped with us, we'd love for you to make us your one-stop shop for any of your home medical needs. They're always changing, so please don't hesitate to stop by any of our 10 locations throughout Utah and Southern Idaho. Or online at alpinehomemedical.com. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salvesi here on the Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan, also on 106.9thefan.com. As Eric mentioned before we left our first break, we'll ho- or no, we'll air the NCAA tournament courtesy of Westwood One. Games will start tomorrow, uh, 4.30 be pregame, 5 o'clock our time will be uh, the uh, beginning of the first four. Same thing on Wednesday, it'll be on for about 37 minutes or 30 minutes. And then we'll uh, turn it over to Westwood One on Thursday, Friday. Eric and I will be popping in and out of the uh, uh, throughout the day of the NCAA tournament, sharing our thoughts on the bracket, games, upsets, uh, games that may have been more surprising than others. So we'll get that all to you here coming up uh, on uh, throughout the week. And the next week we'll also have some more short short shows coming up, uh, and we'll get you our schedule as it comes along. Uh, all right. I was, this morning uh, I had the brackets out as my boys were eating breakfast i have one that's particularly really into this stuff and as we're starting to pull it out looking at it, i'm like it's best time of the year it's like what really i'm like oh yeah oh yeah it's like christmas for yeah. multiple days yeah yeah basketball. March madness. uh okay so here's the first four this will be held at the university of dayton arena in dayton ohio um uh, that will be the first four for your, uh, so is that where Wyoming is headed? That right? is where Wyoming is headed. Yep, they will be. They face Indiana. All right. So India. So Wyoming finished the season as a fifty in the net, mm-hmm. ranked fiftieth. They're a twelve seed. They will face Indiana, who's a uh, thirty-eight in the net. Um, Wyoming was eleven and six in games in quad one, quad two. Indiana was eight and twelve. Indiana uh, had some big games late. Yes, they did. Wyoming and on different trajectory. 
I, I hope Wyoming gets some things figured out because that's a good team. I, Just they've they've been on they're trending in the wrong direction heading into the postseason. That game will be at seven ten p.m. on True TV at seventeen seven ten p.m. our time. The first and opening game will be sixteen playing game Texas Southern and Texas A&M Corpus Christi. That'll be on True TV as well. Again, that game is at four forty our time. So that will, of course, cut in right into our show as we'll get ready for the first four. Uh, the other games will be held out first and second rounds. Uh, Portland, Oregon uh, at the Mo- yeah, the Mo- Moda. Is that Mata or Moda? Moda, Moda Center. Uh, that'll so the Trailblazers uh, play. The host will be Oregon State University. Uh, Portland in Portland, Oregon. That's where Boise State will be in action as they will get ready to take on a very good Memphis squad, Eric. Yeah, Memphis uh, finished the season at 33 in the net. Boise was 29, so really comparable teams here. Uh, Boise State was 13-6 and six in games against Quad 1 and Quad 2 teams. Memphis was 8-8. Eight and eight. So interesting that Boise actually has more experience, and that's largely because of the, the Mountain West. But uh, this will be interesting if Boise State's going to go into this one with salt and vinegar in their veins because they didn't get the higher seed, and uh, or if they're going to be upset if they let that be a distraction and focus on, oh, if we win, we've got Gonzaga next, and oh, that's so unfair. Leon Rice and Mark Few are good buddies. He used to be on that staff. So there's things with Boise that can be a distraction for them, and this is, I think, part of it, why they didn't get a higher seed also is the fact that they have a history of collapsing mid-March. They haven't done it yet, but at some point it, it catches up to them. Uh, for their sake and for the Mountain West's sake, I hope they still beat Memphis. Yeah, me too. So even though it's really, really, really hard for me, I will have to grit my teeth and cheer for the Broncos against Memphis. It'll be really hard, but I will do it for the good of the conference. Uh, that will be as part of the West Regional uh, in the uh, uh, for the uh, Portland, Oregon bracket. And then in, uh, also be Key Bank Center in Buffalo, New York. Uh, Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference uh, part, will be the host of that one as part of the first and second rounds. Gainbridge Fieldhouse in Indianapolis, Indiana. Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth, Texas, which I believe is where who's headed there. Who's headed to Fort Worth, Texas? Uh, uh, make sure I got this right. I believe. I, I have like the bracket, but I don't have the des- like where these games are played. Okay, so, oh, there we go. This will make it a lot better. Haha, <laughs> found it. All right, so in San Francisco, California, that's where Gonzaga is going to be uh, for the West Regional. Boise State Memphis will also be in Portland. Uh, Buffalo will have Arkansas, Vermont. Let's see here. See, Mount- Boise to Portland, that's not bad. That's not a bad travel. Uh, that should be – there should be a good crowd there of Broncos. There we go. Fort Worth, Texas will host the winner of Wyoming, Indiana versus St. Mary's. Oh, my gosh. Wyoming or Indiana. St. Mary's has got to face Wyoming or Indiana in a 5-12 matchup? In Fort Worth, Texas? Oh, that's not going to end well for St. Mary's. <laughs> that might be a 5-12 upset on my bracket. Uh, that will be also be that will be part of the East Regional in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, which will be the host of that uh, bracket. And then Colorado State will be in Pittsburgh to take on the Michigan Wolverines. That game will be at 10-15 a.m. Our time now game will be on CBS. Colorado State versus Juan ha- Howard and the Michigan Wolverines. See, this is going to be an interesting matchup. Me too. That's what I said too. Michigan has potential to be pretty good. An incredible but they, talent. But they consistently underperform. I mean, yeah. they, have a, they have a big guy that's just massive. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how Colorado State defends him. 
Uh, will Roddy be able to use some of his strength to get him on the low post and, and push him out? Um, but also, we've seen great guard play out of Colorado State. Really so good guard play. The Rams finished 28 in the net. Michigan finished 34. And uh, Colorado State was 13-4 and four in quad one plus quad two games. Michigan was 8-13. and 13. So the Rams actually a little more battle-tested than the Wolverines. Could be an interesting one. Arizona's the one seed in that regional, which is hosted by San Antonio, Texas. Uh, also in that bracket, Ohio State, Villanova, <laughs> Tennessee, Illinois. That that bracket is brutal. That South Regional might have got the worst of it. And the uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, if Colorado State wins, they get to oh, face geez. Tennessee, who just won the SEC. In the Midwest Regional, in Chicago, Illinois, Kansas is the one seed. And in that bracket, in Fort Worth, Texas, San Diego State will be taking on the Creighton. Uh, is it Blue Jays? Blue Jays. Uh, Blue Jays. That game will be at 527 on True TV. San Diego State and Creighton's a – I like San Diego State in this matchup for a couple of reasons. One of them, you talked about being battle-tested. San Diego State's been there, done that. Yeah, San Diego State finished 25 in the net, Creighton 55. The Aztecs were 10-8 and eight in quad one and quad two games. Creighton was 11-10. and 10. So a few more games against higher-quality teams, actually. Uh, just the way that San Diego State plays defense, they're going to make life difficult for anybody that they face. And that's another team with some really sour taste in their mouth mm. after what happened uh, this past weekend with Boise State. Felt like they probably should have won that game um, and just couldn't get enough offense late. Matt Bradley, can he come alive and get some points for them? I, I like the Aztecs in that matchup. Uh, again, uh, other notable teams in that uh, bracket. This is also a really good bracket. Providence, LSU, Wisconsin, Auburn, Satoose, and, and Iowa, who Utah State faced earlier in the season in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, also in this bracket. They're playing Richmond in that 5-12 matchup. And uh, let's see here. If San Diego State were to win and then beat Kansas, and that's a big if. <laughs> they get Iowa. If. Yeah, so, that's uh, a tough draw. If yeah. Mountain West teams, San Diego State – and uh, Boise State win their first rounds. They played number one seeds, which are really tough draws. Colorado State probably the best chance of getting a little bit of a run here. I'm not sure that Wyoming gets past the play-in game. Um, really? Other than, other otherwise, I think you know maybe they could do something. But Indiana's a tough draw, especially how they're playing late in the season right now, and just the way Wyoming's been playing late. I just don't have a lot of faith in the Cowboys to uh, to pick up a couple games in the tournament. You can hear that game here on this very station. That game will take place at 740 Mountain Time here on 106 on the fan. You'll hear it courtesy of Westwood 1. 2787 text into the show. That is awesome for the Aggies to play at home uh, or again at home. No, it does not matter where Boise State is ranked or anyone really. They should be happy to be in the big dance. Ranking means nothing. Winning is what matters. To win it all, you have to win every game no matter what the ranking is. Okay, I see what you're saying, but Utah State was victimized by poor seeding many, many times. Um, great seasons, but they were regularly faced up against just blue chip program after blue chip program in the NCAA tournament. And, and so they were a great, they always had to face really tough teams and could never get that outside of that one game in 2001, just never had much luck in getting a victory. Uh, in the NCAA tournament under Stu Morrill. And, um, yeah, sure, you should win. The, yeah, your goal is to win every game. But uh, seeding is also kind of important, too, where you try to match up 
teams that are you know resumes that stand on their own for the type of competition that they've had and the type of team that they are. So I, I like trying to reward a team for a quality season. And Utah State has fallen victim to that before. So seeding does play a bit of a factor here. Yeah, Stu had a very, uh, how I say it, he had a good gripe about it. He was very vocal. He was not afraid to put that out there, that his team had great seasons. They did exactly what the committee would ask him to do, and they'd still get punished for it. Well, they had the one year they were a top 25 team, and, and the didn't committee still it. didn't put them in. Don't, let's not talk about that. I'm still bugged by it. 8968, I guess after watching the kids and doing dishes for the last few months, Tom decided he had enough and wanted to go back to work. <laughs> Could you imagine? He's sitting there like watching a basketball game or something. Some kid walks in. It's like, Daddy, it's cartoon time. Just takes remote and changes it. And that's when he knew in that very moment, I'm going back to play for Tampa Bay. <laughs> Bruce, he got a quarterback yet? No. I'm coming back, man. I can't do this. This dad thing is just not for me. Not for me, man. It only lasted two months. It really wasn't even the off season. <laughs> when you say it only lasted two months, it makes me laugh. All right. We got to take a break. Coming back, we'll get more of the full court press here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Well, ah! What shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. Fans have a tendency to just think, why didn't you go get so-and-so? The reality behind it, why didn't they just trade for this guy? What? Both teams have to want to make a deal in order for it to work. And oh yeah, by the way, then in these particular instances, said quarterback has to even want to go there, plus team has to want to trade him with team in his time. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Does your employer offer you seven weeks of vacation each year? Do they offer four-day weekends after three 12-hour shifts? If not, you're working at the wrong place. This is Scotty with Homestead Cabinet and Hiram. You heard me right. Seven weeks vacation, four-day weekends, three-day work weeks. Homestead Cabinet and Hiram is the place to be. We need good, hard workers who are humble and curious to work in one of the most technologically advanced shops in the nation. If this is you, go to homesteadcabinet.net slash careers and apply today. Imagine your wedding day. Elegant, simple, yet stunning, stress-free. It's your day. It's all about you. Whether you're looking for small and simple or have a grander idea, the Riverwoods Conference Center will accommodate your every need. Choose the inside ballroom elegance or outside along the natural decor of the beautiful Logan River. A Riverwoods event planner will work personally with you to make sure your event is exactly how you've envisioned it. The Riverwoods Conference Center, where your happily ever after begins. Google Riverwoods Conference Center or call 750-515. When looking for your next pre-owned vehicle, look to the name that Utah has trusted for their automotive needs for over 95 years. For generations, Murdoch Automotive has given Utah pre-owned car, truck, and SUV buyers a comfortable, no-pressure buying experience. At Murdoch, we've got the largest used vehicle inventory in the state with over 1,000 used vehicles to choose from. When you walk through our doors, you feel like family. At Murdoch Hyundai in Logan or online at MurdochHyundaiLogan.com. Call 866-628-2065 or see dealer for complete details. Offer expires 331. 22. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric France and Ajay South here on the fan. Your second favorite topic right now no. is... What are the Braves doing with the trades that they're doing? I mean, it sounds like they're just a foregone conclusion that they just don't want or can't keep Freddie Freeman. Don't forget that uh, 
above the noise is coming up with Dan Patrick, uh, <laughs> sponsored by Napa Auto Parts, five locally owned stores from Providence to Preston, or Preston to Providence, whichever way you're going. They'll take care of your car, whatever you need, get you ready for the spring season coming up. Gold filter sale finishes tomorrow. Yes. So if you still need a filter for Go your get vehicle, your gold. Deal, deals last only until tomorrow. Gold yourself. Uh, 9315 text in. Brady followed in RJ, RJ followed in Brady's footsteps. Made you post a job listing, then turn around and told everybody he's not retiring. <laughs> it's easy to follow your childhood. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> oh, you're idle. I don't like it. Oh, man. Good stuff. Uh, all right. Back here on the full court press. We're going to. Uh, go through a couple quick things, and then we'll uh, take another break and wrap it up here, for, at least for the first hour. Don't forget, Joe McMurray, the radio voice of the Oregon Ducks men's basketball team, will join us here at the top of the hour uh, to talk Oregon-Utah State tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. Game is on ESPN at the Spectrum. Get your tickets. Very, very few left. I just saw a post. There are very, very few left. So if you haven't got your tickets yet, get on there fast. 4,000 tickets will be released at 5 o'clock. Go on Utah State Athletics. UtahStateAggies.com slash tickets to get your tickets. Only $15 a piece. This thing is going very, very quickly. So uh, make sure you get on there and uh, be a part of the great Spectrum Magic for maybe one more time uh, for the 2021-22 season. Uh, Eric, were you shocked to see the Aggies hosting the NIT game? <laughs> not surprised to see them participating in the NIT, but I was surprised to see them host. Uh, they finished seventh in their own conference. I, I know with the metrics, and we've talked about those, because when you look at just the, the season as a whole, Utah State is ahead of Fresno State. They are ahead of UNLV as well. Um, but uh, still a little surprised to see them hosting. And But it's awesome, right? I mean, and, and to have a team like Oregon come here, a, a Pac-12 team, a team that's had postseason success, a team that's gone deep into the postseason just as recently as last year. They've got talent. Uh, that's a great feather in the cap if they can get it for Coach Odom and this team and to help kind of build a little bit of momentum going into next year. Because that's what the NIT is about at this point. NCAA tournament is about trying to win and advance and uh, you know, celebrate the season that you had. The NIT is as much about... Okay, we didn't quite make it to the dance, but this is going to help us get there for next year. And that's how this team has to approach it. Uh, celebrating this the season that the seniors had and your upperclassmen, but also this is a great opportunity for your younger players to get a taste of high-profile <coughs> basketball and get ready for more. Yep, absolutely. And by the way, uh, speaking of which, Ryan Odom talked about that, how he gets ready for next season. We'll get into that in the next hour. You'll hear from Ryan Odom. Uh, coming up here on the full court. We'll also hear from Dana hour. Altman previewing the Aggies as well. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you'll hear from Coach Altman as well. Uh, the Oregon Ducks are leaving, I believe, at 6 o'clock. Uh, I think that's Pacific time. So that'll be 7 o'clock here. Travel to Utah State and getting themselves ready for an NIT game. Uh, 4474. You heard this hot take here first. Brady was unhappy in Tampa. There are behind closed door things going on. My prediction is that Brady plays for the 49ers next year. There was, were rumblings about that as a possibility. Uh, it's still not out of the woods. Mm, nobody cares. Full Court Press, wrapping it up on the first hour. Nobody cares. 
This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. Seattle, remember Russ would say, hey, this is where I want to be. Pete Carroll says he's not going to be traded. One was going. And we found out that it was going to be Russ. And, and, and Seattle knew this, that if Denver didn't get Aaron Rodgers, then they could make this trade. That's why it happened so quick. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Cache Valley is absolutely beautiful. It's always fun to be outdoors. And now is the time to let the Allergy Clinic inside the Cache Valley Hospital help with venom testing for spring and summer. The Allergy Clinic offers testing and treatment to life-threatening stings from honeybees, yellow jackets, white-faced hornets, yellow hornets, and wasps. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cache Valley a full-time allergy clinic in two locations, Providence and inside the Cache Valley Hospital. The Allergy Clinic accepts most insurances, including Select Med. Call the Allergy Clinic at 753 Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. At White Pine, we value compassion, integrity, and service. We are committed to serving you and treating your family as our family. We will be here when you need us most to listen, to help, and to provide exactly what your circumstances require. At White Pine, we promise to dedicate our time and attention to you and your family. We invite you to come by and meet us. We're confident you'll feel a difference. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Imagine the other team has an ace in their starting lineup. He's fast, relentless, and his field goal percentage is 73%. What's your team's defensive strategy against a player like that? Well, that player is ransomware, and in 2020, 73% of ransomware attackers succeeded in holding their victims' data hostage. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. Who's more of a diva, Kyrie or Tom? Oh, Kyrie. Easy. Tom, without question. <laughs> Who retires and two months later, boy? like everyone like, you know, honors him and, you know, allures him with this great Michael Jordan. You know, and he just tries to like, you know, he soaks it all in. He's like, oh, just kidding. I'm coming back. Yeah. Michael Jordan. No. Both were the goat. They can't walk away. They're addicted to competition. Uh, by the way, interesting note from Doug Hoffman last night after Utah State got their oh, NIT. Yeah, going to beat that out. Um, this is, will be the 33rd postseason for Utah State. 22 trips to the NCAA tournament, 10 to the NIT, one in the CIT. There's only one Mountain West school with more postseason experience, and that's New Mexico with 34 that's nuts. Yeah, can you believe like that's like, crazy? Honestly, yeah, think about that for a moment. Think that is about so that. Thirty cool. third postseason. Only Mount West school to have more is UNM at thirty four. That is nuts. Wyoming has twenty nine. UNLV twenty nine. Colorado State twenty two. San Diego State twenty. Boise State seventeen. On the tail end, there are San Jose State with only five. 
5662. Yes, the presser with Coach Orman is posted on our website, also on our app. You can find it there. Uh, 6891, Brett Favre did it also. Ah, yes, another good example. All right. Had a hard time uh, walking away. Above the Noise, presented by Napa Auto Parts with Dan Patrick coming up here We're going to walk away, seconds. but we'll come back next hour. <laughs> You're coming back. Back. <laughs> I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The NFL offseason has gotten off to an incredibly hot start. We've seen Russell Wilson, Amari Cooper, Khalil Mack all change teams in the last two weeks. Not to mention, we finally put an end to the Aaron Rodgers drama, at least for one season. But yesterday, the NFL offseason got even crazier. Tom Brady officially announced he's back, back playing for the Buccaneers. To be honest, it's not that big of a surprise, right? Brady led the league in passing yards, passing touchdowns last year. So hard to say that he's slowing down. And when you look at the rest of the NFC, there aren't many quarterbacks who scare you. Tampa's roster is also still loaded. The announcement will give the Bucs a little leverage with their 24 free agents. If Tampa can get some of those key guys back, Brady's return could make them a strong contender in the NFC. And who knows? Maybe we'll even see a Peyton Manning-like ending to Tom Brady's Hall of Fame career. That would be a Super Bowl. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Stockton on the three. The high schools. Hustle's going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Salveson. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hello, second hour of the Full Court Press. Hello. Eric Franson, Ozzy South, <laughs> 1069 FM. Yes, we are here. 1390 AM, The Fan. Uh, we are uh, going to be here today and then pretty much gone the rest of the week practically. Tuesday and Wednesday will be the first four games. Uh, those games will interrupt our show, so we'll have about 30-minute worth of shows. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we're just going to be popping in and out of the studio, uh, giving you guys thoughts and updates on the brackets, games, and what we like, upsets and such. Uh, that'll be the case on Monday next week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, the following week, uh, or at least next week as well. And then we have a Jazz game on Wednesday at 5:20 against Brooklyn. So you're you are uh, you're going to hear a little bit from us today, or a lot from us today, and then very little from us the rest of the week. And in fact, the next two weeks, <laughs> we aren't going to be on a whole lot. Uh, our Gill Mortgage text line is open four three five three three nine zero three two one. Second hour uh, presented by Mount West Motor. Want to thank them for being a part of our show. Go and get your truck, get the trucks, trailers, the fancy smanchies of of uh, Mountain SUVs. West Motors. Yep, SUVs they especially. Have quite a few of those uh, hard to come by. Are you going Ford to get one? Broncos. Yeah, you can get me one. I, you can get one for your I, kid. I'm lusting after them. I would love to have one, but it's not in the cards right now. That's what happens. They when look you, really cool when you're in M Town, huh? Yeah. 
4474 text into our Gil Mortgage text line. Again, you can as well. 435-339-0321. Is Ozzy still unhappy that the fan franchise tagged him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, 6860 asks, where's AJ going? Well, kids, that's yet to be determined. I'm flocking off into the wind and letting it take me wherever it does. The next cubicle over? <laughs> you just shut me back in the next one. RJ, <laughs> we have met all your demands. Come here. We're going to start with this right here. This it's is the biggest one. It's all because we moved you, you from are the corner cubicle. back here. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to shove me back there. Oh, you can't man. prop your door open and, and uh, bother Eureka. 7994. <laughs> going to miss you, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's going to stay. Look, that's the good news for you, 7994. You really? Sti- you get Eric. Are you sure? You get Eric 24-7, 365. 9315. Uh, can we get Ajay on the Aggies basketball postgame show with Al? I don't know. I'm, I'm not the man who makes those decisions. That would be great. That would be the vice president of radio if, operations. If, uh, if he wasn't tied up in other duties. Oh, calm down. You just calm down. Uh, That'd be a good place. We know where you are going, the janitor closets. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Eric, this is kind of crap. Uh, I'm going to make a phone call quickly, Eric. We're going to get Joe McMurray of uh, Oregon Radio's play-by-play voice for men's basketball on with us. I'm excited about this matchup tomorrow night, Eric. I think it's going to be very sneaky good. No, I agree. Uh, uh, there's a lot... That's exciting about this matchup. These are two teams that have had kind of similar roads to get here. Uh, and certainly Joe can tell us a little bit more about that. But you know, when I look at this this Oregon Ducks team, kind of limping into the postseason, kind of like Utah State. I mean, they lost five of their last, uh, excuse me, four of their last five, seven of their last ten. But when you look back at Utah State, the Aggies lost six of their last nine. But they both have pretty decent resumes for what they did for the entirety of the year. Played some good competition, struggled in some of those games, fell short of expectations, have exciting players. But I think the biggest difference here is that they've got guys that may not be available tomorrow night. And I think that's one of the biggest keys to find out about the health of this team. How many guys are going to be available. Not just you know, Richardson, uh, who's had some health issues and uh, injury and sickness, but other guys, too, that are big contributors. Because this is a team that's had some interesting wins, but they've had some tough losses. And most of that has come just within the confines of the, the, the Pac-12 schedule. Um, so this is uh, they, they took UCLA to overtime. Lost to the number three team in the country by only three points. But also, they've had some pretty bad losses along the way, uh, like losing to Cal by 14. And so this is a team that's been competitive, but uh, they've had some surprising wins, but they've also had some struggling losses. So that sounds a lot like the Utah State Aggies in the season that they've just gone through too. So uh, this is going to be a fun matchup, I think, because – you got some interesting named coaches. You got an interesting roster, and both teams with interesting seasons looking to try to gain a little bit more traction because it didn't quite meet expectations. 
Well, let's go ahead and introduce who the Oregon uh, men's basketball team is to us as the Aggie basketball fans. Joining us on the Full Court Press, he is the radio voice of the Oregon men's basketball team. It is Joey Mack joining us on the Full Court Press. Joey, how are you? What's up, fellas? I'm good. About ready to uh, fly out to Logan. We're getting on a flight here in a little while. The the team's finishing up practice, and hey, here we go. I mean, right? I mean, this is what it's all about. It's postseason basketball. Hey, i got to ask you, uh, Coach Altman yesterday said, well, we're not sure how we're going to get out and get flying, or at least how we're going to get to or when we're going to get to Logan. Do you know how that all came about? Because, I mean, you get the announcement, and you got to turn around and start finding flights and hotels. That can't be easy. Well, so he actually said that this morning to make it even uh, make it even a little bit worse. <laughs> uh, he, he actually said that this morning. So when we got the, the news that we were going to travel, I mean, I, I was one of the first ones to text our, our director of operations, Josh Jamison, and be like, hey, I know that you've got about a thousand things going on right now, but <laughs> when are we going to leave? <laughs> you know, like, uh, brother out here, and and he was like, honestly, I don't even know yet. And and we knew that it was going to be at some point today. We just didn't know in what manner it, it was going to be. Uh, so fortunately, the Ducks are, are, are were able to get a charter flight. They're going to charter over to Logan, um, and then it'll be tonight. So actually, as we're talking live here, I'm I'm supposed to be at the airport in about. Uh, Hour forty-five from from right now is when we're supposed to be at the airport and get rolling. Uh, so yeah, that's the plan. I mean, you know, this has happened before. This happened when when we actually played it. The last time the Ducks were in the NIT, the 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 Ryder basketball team, which was a much further trip, they had to find a way to to get to Eugene to play in one of these earlier NIT games. So you know, it's just kind of part of the deal. But but I think that if it, you know, as a staff member, it's one thing, right? Like for us, it's like, ah, uh, I got to make sure that my dog has a place to go and, you know, that I tell my wife what's going on and, and all those things. But for the players, I mean, if they don't buy into this and, and get excited about it, I mean, this is what it's like in the pros, right? You don't know if you're, you don't know if you're playing a game tomorrow sometimes in the playoffs. I mean, that, that's what it's supposed to be all about is kind of living that life. So there's certainly some adrenaline to it, but, but there's also some stress to it for sure. So it's certainly one of the big questions coming into this game tomorrow is just who's going to be available. There are questions with uh, certainly Will uh, Richardson, his health, injury-related, sickness-related, but he's not the only one. I I know Coach uh, Altman earlier today said that some guys didn't participate in the shoot-around practice yesterday. Uh, Any additional information about who may or may not even be available for Oregon tomorrow? Yeah, that is the million-dollar question. I I don't have an update on Will Richardson. I mean, he – you know, guys, sometimes it's it's one of those things where in the world that we're living in, everybody automatically thinks if someone's out and it's not like an ankle injury or something like that that's common in basketball, it's like, oh, well, we must have COVID. And it's like, no, that that's actually not the case. Will Richardson just had a non-COVID-related illness. And so it, it happens, you know? I mean, I think sometimes we forget that guys can get sick over the course of a season, and, and that's actually what's happened with, with Will Richardson. So Dane Altman said that, this morning he was going through and, and doing some testing on on him, the, the, the trainers, the doctors that were that, that is. And so that, that's where it's at with, with, with Will. You know, I, I'll tell you, I mean, we all saw the difference that it makes when he's not out there. So the Ducks are certainly hoping that he, that he will be out there. But honestly, guys, I, I will know when I board the flight with the team if Will Richardson is going to be making the trip or not. So explain what kind of an impact he makes for for the Ducks. What kind of player he is, and how does he affect the team at large? 
Yeah, well, first and foremost, he, he's played more games in an Oregon uniform than anyone else on the roster, and it's not even close. Uh, you know, he, he has been a guy that has been a consistent player in the rotation as a reserve and as a starter for all four of his seasons, including this one, his senior season. He, he's probably the most consistent guy on the team in terms of moving without the ball and in terms of making that extra pass. That You know, there's a reason that he's the leading scorer on the team but he's also consistently averaging over three assists and over three rebounds per game. He's just a really nice facilitator on the floor. And so without him, it puts a lot more pressure on Jacob Young, the transfer from Rutgers, who's had a nice season for the Ducks. It puts a lot of pressure on him to really be the, the true point guard. And then it puts a lot of pressure on Davion Harmon, who transferred in from Oklahoma, to, to really be a, a scorer and to be a distributor instead of just being that off-ball guy. You know, and, and then I think that really what it does is it creates some problems in the overall rotation for the Ducks where a guy like Eric Williams has to play a few more minutes and, he, and he's got to play not just worrying about rebounding the basketball and playing good defense and then occasionally scoring when he has the open shot. He needs to be more of a scorer for the Ducks. I mean, the, the trickle-down effect is, is significant when you don't have your leading scorer, and that's what the Ducks have dealt with over the last couple weeks. Joey Mack, play-by-play voice for the radio for the Oregon Ducks uh, men's basketball team, joining us here on the Full Court Press. Hey, Joey, help me understand this Oregon basketball team. Like, they uh, they beat a decent SMU team by 23, get blown out by BYU in Houston, uh, barely, I mean, play a competitive game against Baylor, beat UCLA in overtime, beat USC, but then towards the end kind of fall apart. They lose to Arizona by three. Uh, fell to USC by one. I just I can't figure out this team. Do you ever feel like you have a good grip on who the identity of this basketball team yet? Well, the only thing that's been consistent is the inconsistency that they have dealt with, and and it, and it really has stemmed from are they making shots early in a game? And if they're making shots early in a game, they're really tough to beat because they bring that defensive energy, they force some turnovers, and they're scoring buckets. But when they don't bring it and and hit shots early on, the shots aren't going in. This basketball team's been one that's, well, a little bit easier to beat, to be frank with you. You know, that, that BYU game that you alluded to in Portland, I think, was, was the first one where, where, the, where you really saw that. You know, the Ducks didn't hit shots early, and, and I think that Coach Altman would tell you they kind of gave into it. And that's something that a Coach Altman team has not done, you know, in his 12 years at Oregon. He and Tad Boyle at Colorado are the two longest tenured coaches in the Pac-12, and the reason is that their teams have always been competitive. You know, I thought that there were some games this year where Oregon kind of gave into that, and I think that's been the difference in the season. The, the inconsistency ha- has been consistent, and that's an issue for any basketball team. But the games that Oregon has played well, they've hit shots, and that has led to some defensive intensity that has really given other teams the problems that, that we've seen teams have when Coach Altman schemes up against them. I mean, he... From an X's and O's standpoint, an in-game adjustment standpoint, I mean, I'll put Coach Altman against anybody. I mean, I, I, I've seen him just completely deteriorate the, the opposition, sometimes by a million paper cuts and sometimes by just one play where you just go, wow, this, this guy's got us figured out. I mean, that, that's what Coach Altman does. You know, he's just that kind of guy and, and that kind of coach. So really what it comes down to is which Oregon team shows up. You know, that, that has been – that has unfortunately been the case this year. And so which Oregon team shows up tomorrow night, we'll find out. And looking at the team, it seems like, well, Richardson is the leading scorer. I mean, it's like a, a group effort usually 
on uh, it's pretty balanced scoring. One guy can lead the team one night, but it's a different guy on another night. Is that been pretty consistent in that way, or is it usually kind of a balanced effort night in and night out? So teams kind of defensively have a hard time picking their poison about where they want to guard. Well, I think that's been the case when Oregon's been at its best. I mean, there there have been a couple situations this year where they've got four guys in double figures, they've got one guy who's got 20, and they still lose the game. You know, it, it really has been sort of up and down in that regard, to be totally honest with you. I, I, think, that, I think that when this team is at its best, they have multiple guys that can score in different ways. Maybe the, the biggest example of that is Quincy Gurrier. I mean, he was probably the best player for Oregon in the Pac-12 tournament. Now the Ducks won the first game and lost the second game, but Quincy Gurrier was probably the best player on the floor for them in those two games. Case in point, when the Ducks beat UCLA, Jacob Young was really good. He got out in transition. He scored. They played good defense. You know, he was the best player on the floor. There have been games where, where Will Richardson's been the best player on the floor. There have been games where Infali Dante is just completely dominant and, and looks like an All-American. The big guy inside, he, he's been really difficult to stop at times. But, again, that comes back to the, the inconsistency has been the only thing that's consistent about this whole team, and it does kind of come down to the individuals not playing consistently. And, and the Ducks have seen that. So, you know, there's been games where there's one guy in double figures and Oregon wins by, by 10. There's been games where four guys are in double figures and Oregon loses by 20. Uh, so to answer your question, I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joey, i got to ask, I know you haven't had a lot of time to prep on Utah State or at least get to know them. From what you do know, what have you seen out of the Aggies? Boy, I'll tell you, I mean, I, I looked at the Ken Palm rankings and the first thing that stuck out to me is that they're the, 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 the unluckiest team in America I mean, yeah. do you guys track these Ken Palm rankings? Because I look at those those efficiency rankings all the time, and Utah State is what forty fourth in overall adjusted efficiency. That'd be correct. And yet they're they're three fifty eighth in the luck rating. There's three hundred and fifty eight college basketball teams at the Division one level. Like the efficiency rating based on the amount of wins that Utah State has is just mind boggling to me. And, and so there's no reason. That, you know, well. I shouldn't put it that way. There is a reason that they're that they're the unluckiest team in America, and that that just really jumped out at me. And it it tells me that that that, that, that maybe two things, right? One, they've lost some close games that, that maybe they shouldn't, and, and maybe that's because of in-game situations where they just haven't performed the way they would like. But then the other side of that is maybe they are just unlucky, and they've had opposing teams hit threes at the end of a game with with a hand in their face. I mean, you guys are going to know that far better than I do after my, you know, crash course, my crunch and study for the test here, cramming in for the test tomorrow night. You know, I, I, that's what I see is just a team that's really competitive and a team that's really good. They've just been a little unlucky. And, and I, and I got to tell you guys, I mean, I love that, that Ken Pomeroy calls it the, the luck rating because we all know sometimes it is just, it comes down to luck in basketball and in sports in general. And, and to me, it looks like this is a team that you never know. If the ball bounces a, a, a different way, maybe in a few games this year, we might not be having this conversation tonight, and this team might be in the NCAA tournament. That's what I see from afar. Yeah, it's certainly the Aggies are one of those teams that they will play competitive, and they'll be in there. There'll be times in the game where they're in the lead or they'll fight back from being down but just can't close 
the door. I mean, that's how their conference tournament finished, and that's how really the the story of their season. So if it's a competitive game, I I probably would lean more to Oregon if they have the ability to close it out because Utah State has struggled with that in in those situations. Dan Altman, one thing that he's done well in his 12 years at Oregon is win one possession games. That hasn't been quite as true this season but there have been very few coaches in the last decade that have won more one possession games than, than, than Dane Altman has at Oregon. So it's been an odd year for the ducks in that regard. It, it's like they either win the close ones, They've lost the occasional close one or they lose by double digits and it's never close. You know, I'm telling you, we're going to know the way this game is going to go probably in the first eight minutes, like by the second media timeout in the first half, I think that, that Aggie fans and Duck fans are going to have a good idea the direction of this game tomorrow. Joey, I know you kind of alluded to it already, but I want to ask you, your keys for a Ducks victory inside the spectrum tomorrow? Well, I think it's going to, one, start with hitting shots early. I mean, unfortunately, that, that has kind of been the live or die of this team. you got to hit some shots early. And, and Oregon in the last eight, nine games is only shooting about 25% from three. The Ducks went from being the best three-point shooting team in the Pac-12 heading into the month of March to being middle of the pack in the conference. And I I think that's a big deal. I think that Oregon needs to hit threes. And then I know this is obvious. How does Will Richardson play if he does play? I mean, I I know I'm being captain obvious with that one, but that's a senior leader for this team. And if that guy doesn't perform well or he doesn't play and we'll find out tomorrow, I think that's a huge deal. I think that's a really big deal for the Ducks. So, that's your, your elementary breakdown of how things are going to go. But i got, I got to ask you guys, I'm a big believer in the, uh, in the two-way interview, if it's okay with you guys. Sure, yeah. What's the student section going to be like tomorrow? I've, I've only heard – I've never been to Utah State. Uh, I've only heard get, amazing things about the student section. From a metaphorical perspective, you'll see hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it should be good. I mean, there it was historic. Uh, it was special for – Quite a quite a run there, and it started to taper off a little bit. But the last few years, it's been coming back. So uh, it's going to be raucous. It's going to be crowd, uh, loud. They've just made an arrangement so all the students can get in for free. So uh, I think they're going to take a, a solid advantage of that. And uh, hopefully, they do come loud. And and uh, certainly that's been the case in these close games. The student section hasn't let them down. And from what I've been told, Joey, all student tickets and all student seats have been used up for tomorrow night. So it's going to be everything that uh, my colleagues have told me. All right, I'm looking forward to it, guys. I hope it's Fingers a great crossed. environment. I mean, I, I know it's not the NCAA tournament, but if it, 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 it's still postseason basketball. I mean, I think yes. that you can have a lot of fun with these things, so I'm looking forward to it. Joey Mack, man, you're one of the best in the business. I look so much forward to being able to meet you tomorrow night and even more having you on our show again as York and Ducks will come here to play football. Utah State football head to Oregon later in the uh, in the next few years to go play football down at Eugene. So This is true. Yeah, look forward to talking to you later on and then. Thanks for your hey, time, you Joey. You bet, guys. Appreciate it. Look forward to being able to shake your hand tomorrow. Come say hey. All right, man. Travel safe. Thanks. That's Joey Mack. He's the voice of you, Oregon men's basketball team. And, man, I, I am excited about Like, I just got chills listening to him talk about this game, and I'm like, please let that Richardson guy play. Please, please, please play. Well, it, it's it's pretty evident. I mean, their situation is like USU's. We don't know which team's going to show up. The Aggies have shown they can beat just about anybody, but they can also lose to just about anybody. So we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I think we're going to have a fun basketball game. I think we can be pretty sure of that. Um, but, you know, who comes out on top? That's a big question mark. Both both teams looking for something right now, which could make for some really interesting oh, man, some basketball. Intense basketball, exactly. Yes. 
That's exactly right. A big thanks to Joy Mack for joining us here on the uh, on the Full Court Press. We'll post that interview as soon as we end our show today. Here in about 30 or so minutes, uh, you'll be able to hear from him. And uh, go to our app, go to our website. You'll find the interviews there. You'll find also the full show in its entirety as well. Uh, tomorrow night, Utah State, Oregon. Uh, and by the way, tickets are already about 4,000 were released about 23 minutes ago. Okay, so I just hopped on just a few minutes after 5 o'clock. Give me the deets. To purchase tickets for myself. Okay. And they're one here, two there. Just, they're sparse. So <laughs> don't sit on yeah, this. Yeah, $15, like, don't by the way. It it is fi- and by the way, there are some people who are like, okay, I'll buy a few. I don't want to be the guy who buys 15 for my family. I'm going to wait it out. But they bought a few. Then they go back and they're like, all right, now i got to go buy my family seat. So, by the way, if if you've been hesitating. Your family's going to be strung all over the place yep, if you right. do it that way. All across wait. the way. So, yep, get your tickets right now at utahstateaggies.com slash tickets. $15 a ticket. Utah State and Oregon tomorrow night. Pre-games at KVNU. 6 o'clock. So, while we o'clock. have uh, men's college basketball going on here on the fan tomorrow yes. afternoon. KVNU will be your home to get you ready for Utah State and Oregon. I know Al Lewis is going to do a lot of homework on this. Already has. That's his specialty. He's going to have audio from both coaches and uh, get you ready for the matchup tomorrow night starting at 6 and tip-off will be at 7. If by chance you can't make it to the game, you can watch it on ESPN. And as soon as it's over, turn on your radio fire up the mobile app and uh, tune in to Al Lewis, John Russell, and Jalen Moore with KVNU Aggie Call uh, as soon as it's all done. Our text line, 2603, we need to come out and prove that we are, that we in the Mount West Conference are strong and can win. I See, I agree. We need some wins in the Mount West Conference in the NCAA tournament and in the NIT. We really need to make a good presence here. Justification for the rankings and getting that many teams yes. into the postseason. Yes, totally agree. Absolutely. Uh, do you want me to read the next two texts five, or no? Five two five three. Is Ajay really leaving, or is this one of those contest situations where Ajay is leaving <laughs> and Sanjay is filling in for contest eligibility purposes? Is Derek is Derek also going to be replacing Eric? <laughs> oh, that's good. That's really all right. Really that's good. it. That's it. He wins the text line. That's it. <laughs> Shut it down. Uh, Shut n- it down. 9315, is Ajay tricking us with talk of leaving like the teenager did to their parents on the Air Force, Air Force base, base in the 80s movie Iron Eagle? I never saw that movie. Well, that was so weird. Yeah, like this Wait, teenager what? flies a jet plane, like bombs an oil field <laughs> to go save his brother or something like that. It's like, okay. Yeah, that's going to happen. 5253, Sanjay filling in. <laughs> oh, and, and Sanjay and Derek. Because Ajay and Eric... <laughs> Or out. Aren't eligible. We're moving on. To win the contest. <laughs> full Court Press coming back. It's the Full Court Press. Hello, Presses. Oh, gosh. How are you? That's not, play not even close. You know where I got these scars? No, well, what are you doing? Are we going to get a break? Let's get a break. Listen to Andrew when I was explaining the fan. 5662, that was the worst send-a-break I've ever heard. Cut that and use it as a promo, or don't, for the station's sake. Weekdays from 4 to 6, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. 
Here's some great news for you Ski-Doo and Can-Am owners. You have a choice when it comes to repairs on your Ski-Doo toys. Torque Motorsports. Now has Ski-Doo repair software so they can effectively and efficiently work on your machine. Torque Motorsports. We'll get you in faster and fix it right. The snow has been flying. So get your snowmobile ready for winter. Torque Motorsports. We'll give your sled a total inspection so there are no surprises on the mountain. Torque Motorsports on 2nd North, 10th West. Online at TorqueMotorsportsUtah.com. Hey everybody, this is Ryan from My Mattress. I wanted to give you an update on Lewiston and their sleeping habits real quick. They're doing amazing. They're sleeping in style. They're buying more beds than they ever have, but there is a little confusion with the citizens and they've hired a sleep doctor. And here are the questions they're getting asked. Are you drinking caffeine late at night? Are you going to bed at the same time and waking up at the same time each morning? And do you have a mattress from My Mattress? Our invitation is still here, Lewiston. Buy a mattress from My Mattress today and sleep better tonight. If you want a natural stone look on your home without the expense, think Coldwater Stone in Tremonton. They have partnered with Castellite and Logan to bring you the look and style you want at a price much less than natural stone. Stop into Coldwater's Tremonton showroom or Castellite and Logan and see how they take some of the most beautiful resources the earth has to offer. Then shapes and blends them to create your dream home. Create your custom masterpiece online at coldwaterstone.com. Coldwater Stone, the natural choice for all of your stone needs. The new home for the full court press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It is the full court press. Eric France and Ajay Salves at 1069 FM. Uh, Sanjay Alverson and Derek Panson. Granderson. Granderson. Derek Granderson will be taking over in a couple weeks, a few weeks, soon. <laughs> that is the best thing. That might be the best text I've ever read. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. I'm dying. Uh, so big good. game tomorrow. Utah State taking on Oregon in the NIT. There are still a few tickets available, but uh, don't wait. They're going fast. Only $15 a seat. All students get in free. Just show your student ID and should be a rocking atmosphere. Utah State has not won an NIT game in a long time. Yeah. Like 50 years. Yep. Uh, more than 50 years. Oh, 1960. Yeah. So it's been a long time coming for USU. Both teams like prove that they can be competitive, but uh, can also prove that they can fall short. Uh, it may really come down to who just is available and who isn't. I like USU in their, because they're more together right now, health-wise, than Oregon is. Uh, we won't really know till tomorrow, just the, the full status. But, um, Ajay, this is an Oregon team that I think their strength is in their guard play. And we've seen when USU's guards play well, the Aggies win. When they struggle, when they're shut down, or when they tighten up, it's really, really hard to win. So this game tomorrow, for me, comes down to that. Like I, I think Justin Bean's going to have an advantage in the post. I think Horvath is going to have an advantage in the post. But this game really could be win or, won or lost based on Stephen Ashworth, Sean Bearstow, Ryland Jones, R.J. Edelrock. Dude, and make a three. 
right? This is an Oregon team that's been struggling with that. USU's had games where they look great, and then in the uh, the uh, quarterfinals they were awful. So it, it's nice that this is in Logan, the friendly confines of the spectrum. But uh, yeah, boy, they gotta they gotta make those shots. Uh, Eric, for entertainment purposes and entertainment purposes only for the fans and listeners of our show, here are what the Utah. Circus Sports uh, lines for the tournament games, for the NCAA tournament games, for the four teams that are in the dance. Indiana, minus four against Wyoming. Do you take it? Yes. I mean, oh, man, I don't know. I think, oh, I think Wyoming covers. I don't know if they win, but they cover. Hmm. Memphis, uh, two and a half over Boise State. Uh, um, I'd probably take Memphis. Yeah, me too. Yep, I, I debated the same as like you did. How about this one? Michigan, two and a half over Colorado State. I'm going to go with the Rams. Yeah, I would too. I, that's not an easy – I think that's one's just scratching I for mean, money there. Michigan's one of those teams that could – Make a deep run to the tournament, but they could also flame out and be done in the first game. San Diego State two and a half over Creighton. I like the Aztecs. Have you seen the line yet for Utah State? Have they made one yet? Yes. And what is it? Aggies by five last Whoa! time. Whoa! Oh boy. Um, double checking. But yeah, the five. last time I looked, Utah State by five. All right, Utah by five. Eight nine six eight text in. I really hope the Mountain West will win all their opening round games. I never thought I would say I hope Boise wins anything, but I want the conference to do so well. That's a big financial windfall for the yeah, conference. It helps. Everybody does get a little bit of mula in the bank you account. Have four units just right now because of all those teams playing. Uh, I don't. The payouts are a little bit different for the NIT. N- NIT is almost more about how many tickets you sell on your own. I mean, yes, you maybe get some from ESPN from the tournament itself, but really. It's about how many tickets do you sell for your own games. Um, that's why it's great that they're hosting, right? I mean, yeah, they have to contribute to help take care of Oregon's travel costs a little bit. But but um, if if the Mountain West, if they all win their first round, that's, man, that's, a, well, that's eight units. And each unit's worth, if I'm not mistaken, about a million dollars, if not a little bit more. So it's a huge financial windfall for the Mountain West if they can get multiple teams continuing to win in the NCAA tournament. Uh, let's go some more through some more basketball news really quickly. I want to hit this up as well. Utah Jazz will get ready for the Milwaukee Bucks. 8 o'clock tonight instead of Inman Arena, right? Yes. Uh, on ESPN. Make sure you uh, tune into that game. You can also hear it on hear it on this very station. Uh, David Luck and Ron Boone will be on the call. Quinn Snyder is having his name milled around the Spurs opening gig if Greg Popovich were to leave. This is per Mark Stein that uh, Quinn Snyder would be the successor to Greg Popovich. Now, of course, Quinn Snyder coached under Greg Popovich. In fact, he was the G League coach for the uh, San Antonio's G League team. I can't remember their name. Uh, El Matadors, I think. Uh, And so he has a very good relationship with Greg. Greg, Coach Popovich, thinks very highly of Coach Snyder. That might be on the way out. I mean, Quinn leaves. Donovan's leaving in a few years. San Antonio should do the right thing and make Becky Hammond the next head coach. Why was it? Why would that be the right thing? She's been on his staff for a long time. Okay, but why would that it be would the be right historic. thing? It would be historic. It would be great. She's so she's that's, the, the so heir apparent. She's 
So we're doing it just for history, or no, are we doing it to try to help a team win a championship? There's consistency there. I mean, I'm Quinn I comes in and it's a different look. He's yeah, that was great that he was under Pop for a little while, but that it's been a while. Steve Kerr was too. Are we going to say Steve Kerr is going to come over and replace Pop? I think it's a better choice than Becky. I mean, no, and no offense to Becky, I'm sure she'd be a great coach, just not in this situation. Why not? You need a guy who has intelligent knowledge and experience in the NBA as a head coach. That's what San Antonio needs. So that's an indictment against her that she doesn't have any of those things that you just said. Okay, true. Then that is correct. She doesn't have the head coaching experience. Look, if she's, if there's going to be a woman that gets a head coaching job in the NBA, like she's the best chance of that happening. And if it's not her, it's it's going to be a long time before anybody gets that chance. I'm not saying just do it because she's a woman. I'm saying because she's been on that staff for a long time. She understands the culture. She understands the players. She understands the front office. Highly regarded as a great assistant coach. I, I, and you know Make what, some, the transition. But you know what? Some coaches are great at being an assistant coach. Well, we found that out with Tim Durie. And you know, honestly, we're finding that out with Tyrone Liu. He was a great Ty- assistant coach, but he's not a good head coach. He outcoached Quinn. No, no. In okay, playoffs. actually, I will. Okay, he did outcoach Quinn. It was more, yeah. Uh, but he had LeBron James on his team at one point when they won that championship against the Warriors. It wasn't because of Tyrone Liu. Well, he made great in-game James. adjustments with the Clippers against the Jazz last year. <clears throat> I will agree to that. Uh, nine three one five. When do they start to pay for the NIT? Who? When do they start to pay for the NIT? Um, not sure I fully understand the Utah question. Utah State will pay. If they were had to travel, it would have been Utah State's cost to pay for that travel. It is not the NIT's fork out. Not until they get to the semifinal Doesn't in the Utah championship. State help pay Oregon's cost? Yes. To yes. get here? Yep. And so the cost won't be paid for by the NCAA until the semifinal and championship games. When they head to Madison Square Garden in New York City, that's when the NIT. That's when the NIT starts writing a check. Correct. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Nine three one five. I guess that's a follow up. Yes. Six five nine eight. Uh, the fact that Boise got stuck in Vegas and couldn't make their own watch party, all because they couldn't afford a charter. That is crazy. By the way, they had to watch it like on this small screen, next to uh, some food place. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> it was weird. Uh, nine three one five. How much is that? Uh, we do not know the cost on that yet. Yeah, I don't know what the payout is yeah. when you get to the quarterfinals and the champion, or the, excuse me, the semifinals and championship in Madison Square Garden. I'm not sure. Nine one seven six. Mountain West had more NCAA bids than the Pac twelve. That Isn't is isn't that true. wild? Yep. Pac twelve had three ranked top twenty five teams. Yeah, that's crazy. And you had four and only one ranked top twenty five team. Well, in one poll there were two. Who was the other one? In the AP, Colorado State and Boise State were ranked. Boise? Yeah. But the, there was a pretty big drop-off after those three teams in the Pac-12. Where in the Mountain West, it was competitive one through six, seven. All had solid resumes. God, we should have done our brackets today, man. You and I. You know, should- I was going to ask you, actually. That reminds me. Uh, the first four, those games start on Tuesday. Okay. The brackets are not revealed until Sunday afternoon. There used to be like you'd have like days to do research and talk smack and put your your bracket together and get out the eraser and do it again. 
now it's like this mad rush to try to get it slapped together, and I feel like I'm really unprepared uh, put, trying to put it together before games start on Tuesday uh, late afternoon. Do you prefer that we games are on Sunday and we turn back around and we've got games again so there isn't that break? Or do you prefer a little bit more time to prepare that bracket and figure out who would be uh, the, the teams that advance? Oh, man. I want the time to prep and research. Like, I want the time to actually look at games because, I mean, there's so many upsets that could happen, but I think some of them you could avoid on your bracket if you were able to do some research, right? Or do you just, like, ignore the first four and just wait and just whatever, whoever comes out of that is just an automatic whatever. Like, you just don't don't take care of the, your Tuesday, Wednesday, first four games and just yeah. fill it out from Thursday on. Oh, man. Um Jeez. That's a good question. I would oh man, that's a good question. Cause I've done that before too, but based on how some people score them, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I have to get it filled out. Hey, are you not gonna do a bracket? Hey, do you know what we should do? We should do brackets this year. So because we won't have shows on Thursday for the next two weeks. Let's do a bracket and that'll be our pick six for the next two weeks. Huh? Whoever has the higher score, whoever's yeah. doing the best. Let's do it. Okay, we'll have to agree on a platform to do it and just the two of us get in there to score it. Why, why don't we just write it out on paper and just do it that way? Just print out two brackets, write them down, and just go that way. That means I have to, like, look it up and scratch things out and put in scores. No, you don't need to put in scores. You just Advance need, it out. No, no, dude. It's, you do not need it to do that. It sounds like more work. No. Let the computer do it for Eric, me. You... Okay, you're not. If okay. I can have it automated, you I'm are all for out it. dumbing yourself right now. All I'm saying is we create two brackets. Whoever gets the most out of those two brackets wins. There's no points, no tricks, no jokes, no accessories, no like weighted value for like, the more teams you get later on in deeper rounds. No, if you got seven out of like if you have the first, if you have thirteen correct in the first two rounds, and I have eleven correct in the first two rounds, you win. Period. End of story. That's it. You win. Okay. No, n- no points. Just flat out, All straight right. up. Straight up. Who's got more? Hmm. All right. Nine three one five. I need your brackets knowledge, Eric and Ajay, to help me place my teams. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here is first I, word of advice. Don't follow my advice. Follow my advice. Here you go. You want to pick the one with the best color coordination. Okay. Virginia won it. Blue and orange. Okay. <laughs> UCLA. Sky blue and yellow. Looks hot. Who would uh, win in a mascot challenge? There you go. <laughs> One, five, three, four. First four don't matter in all the bracket challenges. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's true, actually. One, five, three, four. Yeah, spot on with that. Hey, uh, Joey Mack just texted me. Uh, says, where should I go for a late dinner tonight upon arrival? Where would you go for a late night dinner? Uh, How late? Oh, man, good question. I ought to text him. I'll ask yeah, him how, how, how late are they coming in? How long? How long? Never mind. Sorry, you wouldn't get it. How late are you getting here? Uh, all right, so Eric, yeah, are we in then? Two brackets, you and I, pick six. I'd say Angie's is a good spot. Are they open late, though? That's a, that's a question. How late is, is he getting in? Cause, and are they flying to Salt Lake and then busting to Logan? Yeah, are they flying right in here? Are they just chartering, chartering in right Logan? into Logan? Yeah. Oh, dude! I hope they're chartering because if you're if you're flying to Salt Lake, 
then busing here, forget it. Yeah, if they're not leaving Eugene until six, uh, it's gonna they'll be late. Uh, six eight nine one Kabuki. Ah, what is that? I, I again, I don't know how late they're open, but that's always good, even if it's just to stop in for some sushi. Oh, three eight six two. Yes. Guess what? I have a very fresh chocolate moon pie in the fridge for you. Here? I do. Or did you leave it at your house? No, I brought it here. Uh, if you'll come pick that up tomorrow, you think it's still there? Yeah, people are pretty good about not touching people's stuff anymore, unless it's you reading through the fridge. <laughs> yes, three eight six two. I've got a moon pie for you, my friend. Absolutely, you do. Yes, chocolate moon pie. I hope you like chocolate too, because it's really good. Chocolate is better than the vanilla moon pies. There's no question about it. Is it vanilla or banana? Uh, it's like more of a vanilla taste. It's not as good. Chocolate is the way to go with the moon pies. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Three eight six two. What? Nine three one five. Armpit fresh moon pies. No. Yummy. There's no armpit. Yeah, keep it fresh. See, Eric, this in is the Las Vegas. You scared our, on the long No, drive you home. scared our listeners from wanting a moon pie. Uh, by the way, Utah Jazz, you mentioned they're taking on the Bucks tonight. Boyan Bogdanovich and Trent Forrest did not participate in shoot-around today. That does not mean they are out. Uh, the Jazz have not released their injury report as of yet. Uh, Rudy Gobert did not play on Saturday. So, so Eric, don't know who will or won't be available for the Jazz tonight are you against the Bucks. Sick? Are you finally coming to the conclusion that this team is not a championship contending team? Finally. Yes. After what I saw in San Antonio and um, to some degree what I saw Saturday in person, um, they just they can't put bad or below average teams away. They can't hold on to leads. They lose their focus. And a, a good championship contending team doesn't do that. Like they impose their will and they never let it up. Utah Jazz will be good in stretches, and then they'll just get lax and open, leave the door open for another team to challenge them. And when they start to challenge them physically, they can't push back. So I've, I've been frustrated by this Jazz team with some of the losses uh, over the last week and a half or so. New Orleans was terrible. San Antonio was atrocious, never should have happened. And they almost let it happen again on Saturday. I mean, the only thing is that they – maybe learned a little bit from those mistakes. And when Sacramento tried to make a run, they were able to answer it. But um, Sacramento didn't have DeMontis Sabonis. Shouldn't have been that tough, but Darren Fox got everything he wanted. This team needs to build around Rudy and Donovan, and they need more. They need a lot more. They're not even there. Um, because if you like to be a team that's in the first or second round exit department, then just stay where you're at. If you want to be a team, because in three years, Mike Conley window, Mike Conley's window will be absolutely closed. Rudy Gobert will be plus 30. And Donovan Mitchell is going to be on another basketball team. So you might as well just try and build now and try to win a championship now because this team's going to be done for in three to four years. It's a very tight window, and it's closing. Yeah, yeah I agree. All right, we got to take a break. Coming back, we'll get more of the full-court press here 
on uh, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. This is The Herd. The winner in this is also... Colin Cowherd. The NFC North is an absolute mess. But this morning, I still think Green Bay has a decent shot, 10-1 to odds to the Super Bowl. Chicago's in a rebuild. Detroit's got a goofy coach. Minnesota has a rookie coach. Who would the Packers face in the playoffs next year in the NFC? That they'd be an underdog to. This is The Herd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. Cold weather is here. Let the gold medal winner in the best of Northern Utah's fireplace category help you update your home with heat and glow's full line of gas or wood-burning products. Building a new home? Let the professionals at Advanced Fireplace and Stove design and install your fireplace. From traditional to modern, heat and glow has something for every design and every budget. Install a product that will allow your family to make memories for years to come. Stop by at their showroom or visit them at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. Since 1896, Couples Throughout Utah have shopped Essie Needham Jewelers for their diamond engagement ring. We offer our integrity price guarantee on a beautiful selection of unique, high-quality diamond engagement rings. Gals, you'll love our rings, and guys, you'll love our prices. We price our diamonds at internet pricing. Review the web and come see, hands-on, our beautiful selection. Shop and compare. Get Essie Needham quality at internet pricing, where Utah gets engaged. Essie Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. So we're going to send him there then? That's why I just texted him. Uh, yeah. I mean, that hour, your options aren't. I mean, there aren't many options. Good options. That's but that's a good place to go. Yeah. I mean, it's a unique atmosphere. Sure. Uh, Utah State taking on Oregon tomorrow night in the spectrum for the NIT. Uh, Aggies, this will be their 33rd postseason appearance. Uh, well, yes, 33rd postseason uh, trip to the postseason. I should put it that way. Uh, haven't won in the NIT for a long time. Hoping to be able to do it against this Oregon team that has had its fair share of ups and downs like the Aggies. But uh, injuries, sickness, that's going to be a real key yes. for Oregon and who is and isn't available for them. They've lost four of their last five, seven of their last ten. But Utah State's really not much better. Aggies have lost six of their last nine. And this is a an Oregon team that has balanced scoring, but different guys can step up and have big games at different times. Uh, but uh, most of that uh, scoring comes from their guard lines. So the defense on the perimeter for Utah State has to really step Be up real. and play a big. And I role. thought they were really good, honestly, in 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 that Mount West conference. Look, that was some of the best defensive basketball I had seen from two teams since like San Diego State. Uh, maybe two years ago in Sam Merrill's senior year. Like, that was some really good defensive basketball. This was really good 
Like, I mean, you're you're seeing lanes cut off. You're seeing backdoor cuts being read. You're seeing windows being shut down to get balls to the perimeter guys on, like, corner, you know, just kickouts. Eric, it was good. Do that again. I don't think Oregon has a chance. Uh, we don't have a show, really, tomorrow. So Nope. 30 minutes tomorrow. Yeah. So I'd love to get your score predictions or your keys for Utah State. Let's get them now. 435-339-0321. Keys for Utah State to get a victory in the NIT and make it to the next round. This Keep it on the down low here is the Dan Patrick Show. Seattle, remember Russ would say, hey, this is where I want to be. Pete Carroll says he's not going to be traded. One who was going. And we found out that it was going to be Russ. And, and, and Seattle knew this, that if Denver didn't get Aaron Rodgers, then they could make this trade. That's why it happened so quick. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. This is Jay with Daryl's Appliance. What happens when an appliance breaks down and the cost of repair is more than the appliance value? You're stuck with a service call charge at most places, not at Daryl's. With our exclusive Under One Roof Loyalty Program, we discount the service call diagnostic charge when you decide to buy new from us instead of the repair. That's the Daryl's difference because service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road, open until 6 p.m. on weekdays and 5 on Saturday. It's cold outside, but you can keep warm inside with a quality-built, super-efficient York furnace. Count on a furnace from York because it's backed by the strongest warranties available. It's just another way we install confidence. Call Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning, your local York dealer, at 752-7272. Online at advancedheating-ac.com. York. Install confidence. We're not comfortable until you are. Advanced Heating and Air. Imagine your wedding day. Elegant, simple, yet stunning, stress-free. It's your day. It's all about you. Whether you're looking for small and simple or have a grander idea, the Riverwoods Conference Center will accommodate your every need. Choose the inside ballroom elegance or outside along the natural decor of the beautiful Logan River. A Riverwoods event planner will work personally with you to make sure your event is exactly how you've envisioned it. The Riverwoods Conference Center, where your happily ever after begins. Google Riverwoods Conference Center or call 750 750- If you're looking to reduce your fuel costs and lower your monthly payment, now is the time to get to Murdoch Volkswagen. With over 43 miles per gallon and for only $20,945, the new 2021 Volkswagen Jetta Manual will ease your pain at the pump. Or with over 1,000 pre-owned vehicles in stock, we have the perfect vehicle for you. The quantities are limited, so get the deals while they last. When you walk through our doors, you feel like family at Murdoch Volkswagen in Logan or online at MurdochVW.com. Call 866-628-2065 or see dealer for complete details offer expires 331 the aggies the jazz the high schools the full court press on sports talk radio 106.9 fm 1390 am the fan it is the full court press here on 106.9 fm 1390 am the fan Wrapping it up for uh, at least our only full show for the next two weeks. We will not have a full show in the next two weeks. Keep that in mind. 30 minutes tomorrow, 30 minutes Wednesday. Eric and I will be popping in and out of studio Thursday and Friday to give you updates on our brackets. Your brackets. Updates on the Mountain West. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait for that, by the way. Hey, are we doing a uh, lunch spread stuff? You guys doing that Thursday? So to our Guild Mortgage text line, a few texts that have come through about keys or score predictions. 
just glossed right over that. Yes, uh, you did. Keys to score predictions for tomorrow night. 9315 says Aggies 82, Oregon 60. Ooh, doggy. I love it. Wow. I love uh, it. 8968, Aggies 65, Ducks 61. I'm brave. I like that. Okay, uh, Eric, what's your uh, give me your keys and your predictions. I think this really comes down to how well the guards play offensively. Um, I think Bean and Horvath, they could have some decent opportunities in the low post against this Oregon team. But really it might come down to how well can the guards play offensively. I think they kind of um, fell below expectations against Colorado State. They've got to find a way. They've got to find a way against Oregon. And when they do that, I'm I'm going to take the Aggies by seven. I uh, I think their guards. I look. I just think Justin Bean and Brent. I these guys are excited to be playing basketball again because there was a real serious reality that like this was it that they were done. Lost Colorado State the way they did that it was over. These guys are thrilled. They can't wait to get back on the court in front of a sold out place. There's going to be a lot of juice, a lot of energy. I think the Aggies take that and rabbit momentum. A lot of verve. A lot of verve. Yep, yep, yep. Like a vampire. I like the Aggies by 13 tomorrow. Ooh, double digits. Yeah, I do. Reminder, uh, pregame coverage will begin at 6 o'clock on our sister station, KVNU. And uh, tip-off will be at 7. If by chance you don't get tickets or can't get tickets, the game will be shown on ESPN. And as soon as the game is over, turn on your radio for KVNU Aggie Call to react with other Aggie fans to uh, discuss what happened and chime in. As well. Yeah, absolutely. And again, don't forget the NCAA tournament will be airing on this station starting tomorrow. First four, Tuesday, Wednesday, first and second rounds throughout the rest of the week. Uh, for Eric France and Ajay Salveson, oh, hey, one more text, 8003. Cost of talk about Ajay leaving. Hey, you guys, you know, I was thinking about just this one thing.